Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Good morning. It is Wednesday, August 2nd. It is seven minutes after nine. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. His name is Rob Kendall. My name is Casey Daniels. We're glad you're joining us this morning. We start off the show with Donald Trump. Shall we make an hour of it? (laughs) Let's. He was indicted by Biden's DOJ on alleged efforts to overturn the 2020 election. So Trump is in trouble for talking. He was indicted on four counts, including conspiracy to defraud the government, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, obstruction of and attempt to obstruct an official proceeding, and conspiracy against rights. Okay, so real quick, um, before we get into this, we do want to let everybody know, yes, today is the day we will have the attorneys for the special needs abuse victim in Brownsburg back on the show they have Casey. You have been told what this information is. Is it not horrific and awful and unbelievable? Yeah, yeah it's it's I I yeah. So it's it's going to be something. They will be with us at at coming up here in just a little bit, and we are going to tell you how this kid has been dealt with by the Brownsburg School Corporation and his family. It is totally unbelievable. And whether you live in Brownsburg or not, you need to wake up because this sort of type of crap is happening all over the place. Our public school systems are completely out of control. And if I know many parents are proudly dropping their kids off at various school systems across this state. There is a good chance you are sending your kid into a viper's den and you need to be fully aware of the sort of people, not the teachers. I'm not talking about teachers directly. There's a lot of good teachers. But some of these administrators that are running our public school system are vultures, man. And you better think twice and you better be fully aware the entire year your kid, if your kid is going to public school. Fully involved. Yeah, because this, this, the, anyway, it's coming up in a little bit, but we just want to let everybody know, yes, that is happening. And, and Casey is always, I always like to ask Casey because she is the voice of reason. Look. I am a, you know, I am a far right-wing radical lunatic, but Casey is the voice of reason, and so that's why I wanted to ask Casey, you know some of the specifics that will be discussed. Mm-hmm. It is unbelievable. Yeah, it is. And I it just makes me it makes me thankful quite frankly that my daughter is older and, and this out is, of the school system. And now. this is the this is the standard bearer, right? We're yeah. number 1. So that is coming up. All yeah. right, let's get to Trump. Okay. It is it is comma if it weren't so tragic, it would be comical at this point. It is it is just unbelievable how rapidly our country has descended into some sort. I mean, there are always, always guards and barriers in our society. And that was one of the things that separated America from the rest of the world is we had guards and we had barriers where things that would happen other places do not happen here. They are now happening here. And I know I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again. What what, What happened during COVID is very evil, awful people who run cities, they run states, and they run countries realized that if you were not willing to fight back as you lost your jobs, your businesses, you were locked in your homes, if people were willing to sit and take that, then what do you? There's a very small chance people are actually going to stand up if we do damage to politicians or people we don't like politically. And you have seen this 
in full force. And quite frankly, those evil, awful people are being proven correct because not only does the left think this is great, you've got people inside the Republican Party, the establishment rhino wing, who are also on board with this. So really, in many areas, they continue to win. And there's a good chance, Casey, if you try someone for enough stuff, you will eventually get something Something's gonna that will stick. stick. Yeah, this is the third indictment he's currently facing. Trump faces charges in New York, as well as those federal charges in Florida over the documents from August of 22. So the Department of Justice claimed that Trump knowingly spread false claims that he won the election. All right, well, Biden knowingly spread false narratives that he never talked to Hunter about his business dealings. So buckle up. Biden said he only had six grandchildren. Biden said he cured cancer. Heck, Biden sang happy birthday, Valvet, when that wasn't her name. <laughs> we going to indict him on any of that? Here, and So here is the question I would ask. In 2000, Al Gore vehemently said he won the presidential election up to and including taking it all the way to the Supreme Court. What's, what's the difference? Al Gore to this day says he won the presidential election in 2000. Hillary Clinton claims she won the presidential election in 2016 and says the Russians stole it from her. What's the difference? That's what happens in this country. People lose elections and then they whine about how it wasn't fair. Yeah. Up until, uh, oh, I don't know, about yesterday, that was still allowed. That's how it works. Everybody thinks they always got screwed. Did Trump get screwed? Probably. Is it his right to say he got screwed? Absolutely. Yeah, he's in trouble now for talking. Jim Banks tweeted out yesterday stating the obvious here, but the indictment only further solidifies support for President Trump and makes him an even stronger candidate to defeat Joe Biden next November. Wait, 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 yep. wait, 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 wait. You said who? Jim Banks. Yo, Jim Banks. So that's Jim Banks is the guy who voted for Kevin McCarthy 15 times. Mm -hmm. Kevin McCarthy, who struck the deal with the Democrats to raise the debt ceiling to fully fund all of Biden's priorities and Merrick Garland's DOJ. That Jim Banks. Yeah. Oh, now he's really upset about what's happening to he's Donald Trump. He's upset today, but oh. keep in mind, back in 2016, he said, this election's low bar hit the floor today with the revelation of Trump's crude comments. America and my daughters deserve much better. Yeah, Jim Banks is so a big... flip-flopper. Yeah, Jim Banks is a big fat phony and he's a big coward, a gutless coward. He won't come on the show. By the way, we still have no idea where Jim Banks was and why he missed the debt ceiling vote. But let's not get focused on Jim Banks Banks' crappy governance here, Casey. I mean, that's very easy to do because he's a big disingenuous phony, but we don't want to get distracted. We want to stay focused on, on Donald Trump and what's happening to him. Uh, this is, I'm almost tempted to want to vote for Trump now yeah. because if he does not win the presidency, he will likely go to federal prison. Yeah. And that is such a tragedy and a travesty and the Republicans are so weak that they're going to sit back and allow it to happen. However, then there's another part of me that goes, I don't think Trump can win the election. I think this is what the left wants is people to be suckered in. They're going, hey, they can't do that to our pledges. Only we can do that to our pledges. Well, every time they do something to him, his base just gets stronger and bigger. And it seems that the fix is already in on this because check this out. The judge for this case is an is an Obama appointee and donor and worked at the same law firm as Hunter Biden. So this is, again, I want to come full circle on this. You People say, Rob, why are you the way that you are? Why do you scream about everything the Republicans do? 
because the Republicans, all members of Indiana's delegation, save for one, and we lump banks in with them because banks didn't vote, so you don't get credit for not voting, voted to go along with raising the debt ceiling. They funded all of this. You want to stop this? Cut off the money to these people. Without the money, they can't do the stuff. And yet the Republican Party, Banks, Pence, Bouchon, Baird, et al., save for Sparts, just go, boy, this is really terrible. Someone should really do something about this. And then they proceed to give them the money to do the thing that they keep going, GB, that's really awful. Someone should step in. Yeah, we'll get to Mike Pence soon enough, right? I mean, he, well, I was talking about his loser brother, Greg. No, oh, Mike Pence oh, okay. is a whole new, another that's level. A whole, <laughs> that's it's a new one. Uh, he said, our country is more important than one man. Our constitution is more important than any one man's career. Yeah, and we'll, we'll talk about that here in just a second. Let's play. So we do have Jack Smith. He is the prosecutor. He is the, or the district attorney or whatever we're calling him, the U.S. attorney. Special counsel. Yes, whatever you want to call him. He's the He is the the orchestrator of all of this and here was his announcement of the indictment jay trump with conspiring to defraud the united states conspiring to disenfranchise voters and conspiring and attempting to obstruct an official proceeding the indictment was issued by a grand jury of citizens here in the district of columbia and it sets forth the crimes charged in detail i encourage everyone to read it in full. The attack on our nation's capital on January 6th, 2021, was an unprecedented assault on the seat of American democracy. As described in the indictment, it was fueled by lies. Lies by the defendant targeted at obstructing a bedrock function of the U.S. government, the nation's process of collecting, counting, and certifying the results of the presidential election. At this point, it doesn't matter who you're supporting, whether you're a Trump person, whether you're supporting DeSantis, Ramaswamy, Scott, Pence, whatever. You need to realize that this is a total annihilation of our justice system. And we now have a completely corrupt executive branch. And here is what they're telling you. And this is very, let's play the Garland clip first, because here's Merrick Garland. And then they're telling you something very important. I know we got to get to a break, but this is super, super important. Everybody needs to pay attention. January 6th, attack on our democracy. The career men and women of the Justice Department engaged in what has become the largest investigation in our history. In November last, I appointed Jack Smith, a special counsel, to take on the ongoing investigation in order to underline the department's commitment to accountability and independence. Mr. Smith and his team experienced principled career agents and prosecutors have followed the facts and the law wherever they be. Any questions about this matter will have to be answered by the filings made Okay, so first of all, can you imagine needing that guy to defend you if you were in a state of harm? Mm. Uh, that little him or Kevin McCarthy, who would be worse? Like uh, my my, you are a woman, Casey, and you're his woman, and your safety is in danger. Who would you least? Who would? Who would I feel safer with? You, McCarthy or or Merrick Garland? I'm Which gonna, one? I'm gonna say McCarthy because both. Uh, Garland and Jack Smith, they both sounded like they were about to cry. Well, okay. So they were saying all of that. Here is here is what's most important. What they are telling you, what Jack Smith was telling you 
is the fix was in in 2020. The fix will be in in 2024, no matter who the Republican nominee is. They've they've cracked the code and the Republicans are too weak to stop it or do anything about it. And the fix will be in in 2024. And when the fix is in, if you object to it, we'll put you in federal prison right next to Donald Trump. Can't say anything about it. So at this point, we have unelected reckless prosecutors and unelected grand jurors that are trying to decide the presidential election. It's 18 minutes after nine. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I've done everything for you. 23 minutes after nine, you're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, he responded to the news of the Trump indictment by tweeting about Hunter Biden and how the House Republicans would, quote, continue to uncover the truth about Biden, Inc. Uh, This guy is totally useless and everybody should just point at him and laugh and everyone should vote against every single person who voted to make him Speaker of the House because this guy is a joke and a loser, and he does what the Republican establishment always does. As we said last segment, this is awful. Someone should intercede. What what did we, you know, what do we always hear from these guys down the street from us? Someone should really do something about property taxes. Why don't you do something about property taxes? Bah, don't, don't get ahead of your skis there, buddy. This is what the Republicans do. Kevin McCarthy could impeach Joe Biden tomorrow. And if he had an ounce of hair on his peaches, that's exactly what he'd do. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. You want to you play these games? We are choking off all money to the FBI, the DOJ, the CIA. I mean, all, they could, he could do this. He could stop this. Kevin McCarthy and the Republicans could stop this tomorrow. They don't because Kevin McCarthy actually hates Trump, as do the overwhelming majority of the Republican establishment. So he brings up a good point, though. And even the House Judiciary Committee posted last night, don't let Joe Biden's DOJ distract you from what's going on. And the timing seems very odd. Coincidence? Is this a little coinky dink? So on March 17th, Hunter accidentally admitted the laptop was his. And then on March 18th, Trump said he's, he's going to be indicted. On June 8th, the FBI document claimed that Biden allegedly was bribed with $5 million. And then on June 9th, we had the Mar-a-Lago indictment. July 31st, Devin Archer testified. And then just yesterday, the Trump indictment came down. So it's, is this a cover up or just one big coincidence? Every time there's big news about the Bidens, boom, the next day, something with Trump. All right, let's play a little clip, a piece of audio here. Leo Terrell, he's an attorney. You, you would know him if you saw him. He's been on Fox News forever. Again, had a radio show, radio show for a long time. Like I said, if you saw him, you'd go, oh yeah, that guy. Um, while he's not exactly Johnny Cochran, you would certainly recognize him if you saw him. Um, he's been a longtime supporter of Donald Trump and has stood behind him. And he says these indictments, and I tend to 100% agree with him, have made Trump's base more united. Let me be very clear. I want to make sure the American public understands. President Trump is going to run for president. Nothing Jack Smith or the Democratic Party will do can stop President Trump from running for the White House. And he's going to win. He's going to win. So indict him a thousand times. 
a million times. American voters understand that they're targeting President Trump. Meanwhile, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden are criminals. I could convict Joe Biden in court right now. This is crazy, America. He's not wrong. Upside down. All right. When we come back, Mike Pence Mm. is a very pathetic, small, miserable person. And he's going to be at the fair. He's he, uh, Seven people will be seeing him today at the uh, fairgrounds. He's giving some sort of speech. I can't imagine why you would willfully subject yourself to that. Maybe people who are uh, trying to get out of the heat will accidentally stumble upon it. If you are one of those people, uh, I'm going to have several messages next segment that I hope you will <laughs> deliver to one of the worst governors in Indiana history. Uh, and we are going to point out what a complete, in his own words, we're going to play his own words for you, what a disingenuous, phony, hypocrite, scumbag this guy is. And we'll play it for you next. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. I just want to It's 9.33. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Mike Pence says that he wants to talk character and civility on the campaign trail. You're rolling his, your eyes. Uh, he says uh, he's telling voters that he doesn't waver on his conservative values oh. and that adversity reveals your true character. Yeah, and John Gacy just wanted to offer people jobs. Yeah, that's the, the, those two are about similar. Uh, just what a what a complete piece of garbage this guy is so yesterday mike pence and mike pence's entire life and sense of self-worth has been about rising in political office and people kissing his ring finger and thinking they're in the presence of something special and he has long been willing to lie deceive manipulate whatever he needs to do in order to keep up that facade and charade and con and to his success to his credit Very few people can successfully keep up a con for more than 20 years. Now, it has all fallen apart, right? I mean, if we would be in the final 10 minutes of our American Greed episode, if if this were, you know, (laughs) business, the business where where the where the where the investigators are closing in, right? The Tucker Carlson was the whistleblower. Yeah, the investigators are closing in. He's going to be on an airplane to a foreign non-extradition country at this point, right? And wasn't it easy for Tucker to do that? He just challenged him on one thing, and it all fell like a house of cards. But that's the way it always is. You know, if you watch any episode of American Greed, there's always some innocent thing, almost always some innocent thing, some, you know, victim or bystander requests a document that can't be produced, or they produce the wrong document, or there's some glaring error. It's always something that you would say, boy, that really should have been done a long time ago and in the case of me i've been begging for eight or nine years that somebody please look this guy is a highly fraudulent disingenuous individual who actually sucks at his job on top of being those things so i love this that yesterday he he writes he being mike pence writes quote today's indictment serves as an important reminder anyone who puts himself over the constitution should never be president of the united states Mm -hmm. he then proceeds in a following tweet to admit he hasn't actually read the indictment yeah he says he's going to go through it he'll have more to say about the government's case after reviewing the indictment so casey you know one of the cool things now we will lament technology and the internet from time to time on this show because it is generally a cesspool of awfulness 
Uh, but one of the cool things about the internet is that it will, in many cases, last forever. Mm-hmm. And the things that you have said and done, especially if you are a high-profile person, like, oh, I don't know, a former vice president, well, your words will live on long after you're out of the public office. And, well, again, Casey, I'm going to read this tweet from yesterday. Today's indictment serves as an important reminder. Anyone who puts himself over the Constitution should never be president of the United States. Mm -hmm. That would appear for Mike Pence to be saying, because, of course, Mike Pence is too gutless and doesn't have the cojones to actually say it because he's a big wussy. And I would use another word, not wussy, but I might get in trouble if I use that word. We know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. to say Donald Trump is an abhorrent person mm-hmm. and he put himself over the Constitution and he violated the Constitution. Mike Pence definitely believes Donald Trump should be in jail. Yeah. If you hooked Mike, if you could get Jack Bauer, because I am in the 24 binge watching, I'm in the midst of that. If you could get Mike uh, Jack Bauer to hook Mike Pence up to some sort of truth serum, Mike Pence and his wife, Karen, would absolutely admit they hate Donald Trump. They abhor Donald Trump. They wanted nothing to do with Donald Trump. They had to take the job with Donald Trump because Mike Pence was about to get his ass kicked by John Gregg and be a former governor. Uh, And they absolutely think he should go to jail. And that's what he's saying without saying it because he doesn't have the intestinal fortitude to man up and say it. To actually say it. And it's now being reported by some outlets that he could be a potential key witness in the inquiry. And he is going to be providing the Department of Justice notes that he took. Well, okay, he doesn't really need to uh, uh, provide notes, Casey, because, well, once upon a time, Mike Pence, just like in the Charlie Daniels song, he went on down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. Mm -hmm. In this case, as Mike Pence has done for most of his life, it was the soul of the U.S. taxpayer because that's what Mike Pence has done, spend a bunch of money on stupid stuff with minimal results. And he went to Georgia, and in a, a stadium full of people... Well, Mike Pence, he said this. You know, I'm here because I stand with President Donald Trump. What? But wait, there's more. And I'm here because we stand with Senator David Perdue and Senator Kelly Leffler. Wait, wait. I know we we all got our doubts about the last election. Oh, Oh, wait. I want to assure you. Huh? I share the concerns of millions of Americans about voting irregularity. What? You can't talk about that. I promise you, come this Wednesday, we'll have our day in Congress. What? We'll hear the objections. What? We'll hear the evidence. No way. But tomorrow is Georgia's day. Oh. (laughs) So, Casey, I heard in there. Now, again, my hearing is not, you know, I have 2010 vision, which is amazing. But my hearing is not nearly as good as my vision. But I did hear in there, and you correct me if I'm wrong. I heard I stand with Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. I have serious concerns about the election. We've all got our doubts about the last oh, that's election. Right. That's wow. Oh, that's right. We've all got our doubts about the election. Vote. I heard voting irregularity. Yes. In there, and that that they will. What I forget what the exact terminology was that on January sixth. We'll hear the oh, evidence. We'll hear the evidence. Yes, that's right. At no point did Mike Pence say this is done. At no point did Mike Pence say I am but a rubber stamp. At no point did Mike Pence say there's nothing to worry about here. At no point did Mike Pence say, if you object to this election, you are violating the Constitution of the United States of America. Kev, can we just play the very first part so that everybody knows 
what Mike Pence said in case they just popped in. You know, because we've got tens of thousands of people popping in and out. Mm -hmm. Can we just play the very first part? You know, I'm here because I stand with President Donald Trump. Okay. When it's convenient for you. So, uh, this again, this is not 2018. This is days before January 6th. Everyone knew that Donald Trump believed that the election was stolen. Everybody knew that Donald Trump and people who supported him intended to object to the election. Everybody knew that Donald Trump and the people who supported him planned to make challenges objecting to things that took place in the election. And yet, no, cue that up for me again. Knowing all of that, Casey. Mm-hmm. On January 4th, 2021. Two days before January 6th, yep. Mike Pence said this. You know, I'm here because I stand with President Donald Trump. Mm. Yes. We're done here. Okay. Isn't it interesting? He can talk about it. He can say that. Nothing bad happens to him. Mike Pence. Look, one of the good things that has come out of this is that Mike Pence has been exposed for the giant, disingenuous, huckster, fraudster who will say and do anything to further himself. But the great the great part about this is that ship has finally sailed. It took a long time and a lot of damage and a lot of really crappy public policy, both in the state and in our nation's capital. But Mike Pence is done. Mm-hmm. Mike Pence is no longer a thing. There will be seven people to see him at the fair today. And by the way, if you go today, if you're one of these people that, you know, because some people, there are people who, and we, I think we talked about this yesterday, willfully subject themselves to torture. There's some sort of <laughs> kink or something they have about torturing themselves. If you are one of those people and you are going to go see Mike Pence today, mm-hmm. I want you to deliver a little message to him from me that if anything I have ever said on this show is incorrect or if there's anything that he has a problem with or anything that he would like to discuss we have a seat right here for him come on Mike you go on Tony's show all the time you're a big strong strong, tough guy on Tony's show why don't you waltz your ass in here and let's have a little bit of a different conversation you know where to find us Seems like he might have some time on his hands. I thought maybe he'd get his motorcycle costume out. I could invite him to go on a ride. We'll talk. We'll see how it goes. We'll talk about all of it, Mikey. We'll talk about your time as governor. We'll talk about vice president. We'll talk about this little audio here. I am so glad this guy is done, Casey. And it sucks what Donald Trump is going through. But at least, at least for us here in Indiana, it has brought about the end of Mike Pence. I've got a new nickname for him. Oh, great. 2% Pence. <laughs> He's and he still right doesn't. Have, he still doesn't have the uh, the the donors to get on the debate. Doug stage. Burgum got in. Yeah, two percent pence. It is nine forty two. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on ninety three WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob two hundred milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. It is 947. And coming up a few minutes after 10 o'clock, attorneys Catherine Michael and Tammy Meyer are going to join us. And we're going to be discussing the latest in the Brownsburg special needs abuse case. Some shocking revelations that we are expecting to hear from them. Yeah. And we did this today because Brownsburg goes back to school today. And um, we just wanted to let everybody know 
when you're dropping your kid off there, the Viper's Den you are sending your kid into, what they are going to tell you that this child, who is the most vulnerable amongst us, mm-hmm. um, went through is going to blow your mind. And whether you have a kid in Brownsburg schools or not, you are going to want to hear this because if you're sending your kid to public school, there's a good chance this sort of stuff or similar stuff or behavior. And it is the event itself was bad enough, Casey. It's the way the school corporation is treating this kid and his family that is so heartless and callous. And it just blows a total just gunshot right through oh we're here for the children we care about the kids the kids are the most important thing you know all the lines they use to use kids as human shields to get their referendums or their uh you know their their excess funding from the state or whatever these school systems use across central indiana it's for various topics we're gonna blow a hole right through that because the way this kid is being treated and his family is being treated is Unbelievable. That's coming up just a little bit after 10 o'clock. Okay, let's talk about this New York Times-Siena poll. We touched on this briefly yesterday. It should make Donald Trump very happy because not only did the poll show him with a commanding 37-point lead over Ron DeSantis, the poll also says that Donald Trump has a 76% favorability rating among all Republican voters. So this is a New York Times-Siena poll, and you are correct. He is still overwhelmingly believing, um, he's overwhelmingly leading, I'm sorry, the Republican primary, as you said, 76% favorable rating among Republicans. Look, he's going to be the Republican nominee for president. I mean, this is a fait accompli at this point because the polling shows that he continues to grow more popular inside of the Republican base. Now, I think this is doing damage to him in a general election, but inside a Republican party, uh, he is not he is not being harmed. Um, in fact, it almost yeah. seems like it, it is. It's making him stronger. And here and here's why. So uh, in, they asked this is interesting. They asked about Fox News viewers, mm-hmm. which tends to be now it has changed. Fox News has alienated a lot of people, but tends to be your more reliable Republican voter, older voter, etc. 91% of people who identify themselves as Fox News viewers say Trump has not committed crimes. Yeah. So not only is this not going to hurt him, yeah. people are going to believe he's getting a raw deal, which he is, and they're going to say, I'm only going to support him harder. Yeah. Uh, 71% of Republican voters say they don't believe that he committed any serious federal crimes. And um, I think it's really interesting. Now, if you're paying any attention to what's going on with the media, Ron DeSantis, uh, the one guy that many people thought would be, well, doing a lot better than what he currently is doing. Have you noticed his shift? He's going after Kamala now. Yeah. Everything now is uh, him and Kamala Harris are fighting. And to me, it almost signifies that the Ron DeSantis campaign is just, nope, we're not going to worry about Biden. Nope, we're not going to worry about Trump. They've got their own issues. And it looks like Ron DeSantis thinks that his challenger is going to be Kamala Harris. Well, it's interesting. Here's Here's the problem with DeSantis. And this is true in business. And it's true in dating. And it's true in just about every facet of American existence. Kev, are you paying attention? I'm about to give you some life-altering <laughs> advice here. You, this, There's an old saying, you never get a second chance to make a first impression. Right. And it's absolutely true. 
Like, you know, when you go on a first date, pretty much within 10 minutes, is this going to work out? Or are we just playing out the out the, the string here? There's either a connection, there's interest, there's whatever. You're not going to talk a woman into being interested in you. You might be able to fool her that you have a lot of money and you might be able to keep that charade up for a while. But the actual interest the of chemistry. you. Yeah. And it's true in business. When you sit down for an interview, you make a connection. Now, does it mean you're 100% going to get the job? Within 10 minutes? No. But are we interested in learning more about this person and what they bring to the table? You got 10 minutes, boom. The problem with DeSantis is people already have the opinion of him. When I showed up at this radio station, I was markedly different seven seven years ago. I was markedly different than any other person on this radio station. There were no libertarian, Republican, you know, it was still very traditional, Republican, conservative, good guys, bad guys, boom. Mm -hmm. And I was very different. And there were a lot of people, it alienated, but there were also a lot of people who were open to it because they were seeing the change in the direction of the country. And as they have seen the Indiana Republican Party under Holcomb, and as they have seen what happened to Donald Trump, we get it all the time. Oh my gosh, you were right. I was different enough that the initial impression was, this guy's kind of wild. He's a little (laughs) wacky. He has a different point of view and he's entertaining enough. Let's hear him out. The, and so that form of radio was able to sustain itself into a modern era where more and more people actually believe the things that they don't just listen because we're entertaining. They listen because they believe it now that there's a lot of really, 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 really bad Republicans out there. The point is your first impression, you can't pivot off of that. Like, I couldn't be some quiet church mouse now that goes, oh, boy, Kevin McCarthy's a really deep thinker, and he's really trying hard. Well, and and if you are like that, people say, what's going on? Exactly. And so for DeSantis, he's not going to be able to be over-the-top, wacky Mm -hmm. attack guy. He chose the lane of, I'm running on government competence, and I'm running on a a lane of a guy who ran a state very effectively and very well. I ran on a, uh, he's running on a lane of, or filling the lane of, I'm the guy who you can rely on. That should work, right? It sucks that it doesn't. But in the modern era, that doesn't work. Yeah. He's, he's, look, I'm not going to say he's done because anything can happen. And I was a weird animal in terms of electing people because of the caucus format. But he's hurting for certain. He's, yeah. And everybody is. Everybody is. I think just people are disappointed because I think people thought, unlike the other candidates, he had a real chance to make this an interesting race. Okay, well, talk about real chance or not real chance, Vivek Ramaswamy. He says it would be easier for him if Trump weren't in the race. Clearly, he's running for president. Uh, (laughs) This guy has the big lead. It'd be easier if the guy who's kicking everyone's ass weren't running. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Darn it, do we have to play that team? They win all the time. (laughs) Uh, He says he's still committing, though, to pardoning Trump, if need be. Uh, He says uh, Donald Trump isn't the cause of what happened on January 6th, and the real cause was the systemic and pervasive censorship of citizens in the year leading up to it. This is a politicized prosecution. It is a political persecution through prosecution. Now in a third indictment, just in a matter of months, against the person who is still at present the lead contender in the Republican primary for U.S. president. I want to be very clear. I am running for U.S. president in that same Republican primary. It would be easier for me if Donald Trump were eliminated from competition. That's not how I want to win. This is not about politics to me. This is about first principles. We do not want to become a country where the party in power is able to use banana republic-like tactics 
to eliminate its political opponents. Yet I'm sad to say that's exactly where we are. I think he's running a great campaign. Oh, here we go. I do. Oh, stop. You got off. You had your chance. He doesn't. He may. He may not be uh, creating the passion that Uh Trump is. But I think he he's he's talking plainly. People are understanding him. You're like the woman who dumped a guy because he didn't have a job, and now he's running a Fortune 500 company. Whoa! I was wrong. You're so (laughs) impressive. Hey, you up? Hey, uh, speaking of uh, up, stay up. When we come back, we have Catherine Michael, Tammy Meyer, the attorneys for the special needs student in Brownsburg. They are going to tell you some stuff that is going to blow your mind about what's going on in the public education system. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.